Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. This is a very unusual edition of the See You Next Tuesday podcast. We have a guest, uh, and the guest tonight, uh, or today, every time you're listening to it, is Annie Ribu, Annie Ribu Joshi, and um, she is a lady who has made it her life's work to inspire and motivate other people. What's amazing about Annie is that she kind of began doing that when she was just 15 years old, in fact, possibly even younger. So without further ado, I'm just going to let Annie tell you her story, let the story unfold. Uh, You will hear um, a delightful, um, enlightening person um, and, well, let Annie speak for herself. Enjoy Annie. Dive right in. To, uh, to the See You Next Tuesday podcast. Uh, this is uh, Trevor speaking, and we have James here as always. And today we have a very special guest whose first name is Annie. I don't even know if I'm going to try to pronounce your surname, Annie. Forgive me, because i um, uh, not sure. Is it, is it Ribu or... She'll tell That's me right. Oh, I'm doing right. okay. Annie Ribu. Um, and uh, Annie's from India. Now, this is actually the first time... Annie's been very brave and is having a blind date with both of us because we've never actually spoken yeah. before. But we met right by in the middle a... of the night. I'm having a blind date. <laughs> 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 yes, uh, and um, the reason that uh, I, I invited Annie onto this call because uh, Annie, you sent uh, uh, just a LinkedIn introduction. It started with to me, which when I read it, it was. Um, it was inspiring. There's no other word for it. Um, and w- then I looked at your profile, and um, I mean, I just need to ask you about what you do because you're a transformational coach and a m- motivational entertainer. Is that right? You got it right. Yes. So, and and I was reading little bits about you as well, and I know that you. I think you were. Again, tell me if I've got the, my facts on, but I think there's something like 17, which is not that long ago, when you lobbied the Prime Minister of India about drug and alcohol abuse. <laughs> I mean, you seem to have done well, some amazing things. I was things. 15. I was 15. You were 15? 15, wow. yes. So, tell, I mean, please, can you just, I don't know, I don't know how, uh, how easy it is to I am a bit. I don't know how easy it is for you to, to tell your story, but how? What is it that you you're doing, and how have you become Annie Ribu that that you are at the moment? <coughs> okay, so um, well, I've been saying my story like everywhere, uh, so it's gonna be like um, so uh, everybody's gonna hear the same story again. Um, I started giving talks when I was 15. I finished my 10th grade and um, I was so into, um, you know, saving the youngsters of India, 
getting into uh, becoming a social activist at a very young age. Not not that young. I was 15. I was old enough. Um, and I always loved to talk. Uh, so uh, right when I was in upper primary, uh, you know, in, in India it's like seventh grade. Um, I started going out for speech competitions and everything, and I was so excited to just go out and talk to everybody. Um, so like that, I started off, and then um, I had my own life experiences that uh, led me to research more about the issues uh, that Indian youth are facing. Um, and uh, I had to do something about it because a lot of people were hesitating to come forward. And I took my first step, and it was such a huge step because um, I went straight ahead and challenged um, uh, someone very, um, you know, uh, famous in India. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. And then uh, from that challenge, I was able to get uh, a lot of fame along with support. And uh, that is how I started off uh, uh, as a social activist and I started getting invitations uh, to talk in schools, colleges around here in South India. I went off and started giving talks. I was really happy because I love to be on stage. I loved all the attention, yes, and um, I loved all the smiles, all the happiness and all the feedback that I received. So I just kept going without stopping and I started blogging. People started to read what I what I wanted to say. It I was because because of social media and Facebook, yes. I was able to uh, get a lot of support from youngsters which I did not expect at a very young young age. And right. then uh, I yeah, I started researching and then I I studied I attended you know all the classes and everything become became a professional no i was just i was still a, a rookie mm, and then uh if, when i went out to the schools and colleges i was like 15 16 years of age so everybody was at, around my age so it was inspiring for them to listen to me and also it was fun to interact with them because they're just the same age there's not there, there was not not much difference uh, so it was fun it was um mainly to help transform to help individuals transform to realize their worth it's not just about you know living enjoying the present moment there's more to attaining success or there is more to life uh, there is more to just entertainment uh and helping them realizing their career goals, their everything, and then I just became a motivational person. And everybody said that my words were very motiva motivational, and they said I had this charm that everybody just, just you know, they just went on being inspired by just you know looking at me, uh, especially uh, <laughs> students my age. Uh, yeah, so it was it was uh, that that that. That was how I started, and then I got more and more invitations to go out and speak in schools, and then later on in colleges, and then again to clubs, to corporates. It just kept back, uh, kept uh, getting bigger. This larger audience started with like 50, then 300. It crossed 5,000, and then 5 lakh, and 
it just kept getting bigger and bigger uh, as I was so determined in helping the youngsters, realizing their goals, telling them what is right, helping them choosing what is right, helping them make a decision about their life, helping them choose what is right, just, you know, just becoming a light in a dark room. That wow. was my journey. Yeah. Well, I think, I, I mean, I have something like a million questions about that. How, how many have you got, James? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've Let's got just start with about one then, not a million. <laughs> Four sixteen thousand. I only have. Sorry. Okay. Um, well. Oh my not... God. <laughs> well, well I, my... get to, I get to go first. We got to do all the previous. I get to go okay. first. Um, so, part of one of the things me and Trevor talk about pretty often about being in this very similar because, you know, we're kind of sort of coaches, consultants, educators in the digital world, mostly, even though Trevor's done some lots of public speaking and events in front of crowds. I've only mostly ever done in front of digital crowds um, because you're all introverted and then, you know, not liking people in general. Um, so I can stay wow. as far away from them and still hit them by being online. <laughs> you must be enjoying this pandemic situation then. Oh, yeah, it's been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but one of, one of the things we talk about about why why we do this so much, it's, uh, it's purely selfish reasons Well, because it, it makes us feel good, and especially sometimes we like to trade – our own, not on purpose, but our own, you know, personal success stories. To me, there's nothing that feels better than getting a call, phone call, text, something from someone I've worked with saying, oh, my God, you've changed my life ever since, you know, X, Y, Z happened. That was a pivotal moment in my life. And this is, all of this has happened since, you know, reading your book or since you coached me or taking a training or watching your video or whatever. And this is all the stuff that happened like that. That is what I live for is hearing that I helped someone and change. So I want to know, cause, and you never forget those. You always remember. So I want to know, you probably have many, many, but do you have a favorite or one that you remember that stands out the most, a of a success story. Not, I mean, not a success story so much as someone reaching out to you years later going, Hey, I remember when you spoke at my school and it inspired me so much and it changed me and made me do this, 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 and that. So I'm wondering if you have any that you can remember of people, someone you helped coming back to thank you, you know, later, if you want to share, if you could share one of your favorite stories. Mm, well, uh, I have plenty because, <laughs> um, I'm still a student, so I, you know, cross paths with a lot of other students, especially in college, mm -hmm. uh, out in the streets, going out for competitions. So mm -hmm. I might not recognize them in a crowd, but they do know me. So when they come up to me and then um, maybe after like uh, three or four years uh, later, like, um, I, like, um, okay. So I was out for a competition. Um, it was uh, electrician competition. So I was mm -hmm. completely nervous because, of course, we do tell other students and individuals to be not nervous, to be confident. But, you know, it's 
just before getting on to a competition, I was just, you know, just breathing and breathing out, just relaxing, trying to trying to relax and trying to focus. And um, I saw this other uh, student who was sitting beside me, and then uh, she turned to me and she she recognized me from when I talked in her school like three years before. Uh, and then she said it was very inspiring that she still remembers everything I said. Uh, I've heard that same dialogue a lot. Um, even still, I get messages in social media from students saying they still remember, and they still use that uh, the tips and ideas that I give before getting into college, uh, submitting an application, or getting out, doing something, changing not just living a normal life and you know normal life is all right uh, you know just um, doing something different yeah so uh, there are moments that have touched and touched me like right at my heart like um, especially when uh, students uh, come up to me and uh, they start crying and they start uh, telling me I don't want to be specific I don't want to point out a specific people but uh, when they come up to me and uh, with uh, yeah they, they just cry and they just be like um they just learn how like i want to be like you uh, over here it's like uh, with respect they call us chichi so i want to be like you chichi and then um that at that moment uh i'm just like them i'm just their age but hearing them from the same person of your age who just heard your talk for like one hour and they're coming up to you and they're like I want to be like you and then they just pour their eyes out uh, that moment it's uh, it just I just can't forget that moment uh, yes uh, it makes me feel happy because not every 200 students might change just I might be only able to be able to influence this one person but Changing that one person and getting a good positive feedback from that one person does make me feel very happy. So when these kids just come up to me and say all these nice things uh, that they want to change, especially when I <clears throat> I talked about uh, high school when yeah I talked in a high school over here in my place Kerala, South India. Um, a eighth grader came up to me. It's like uh, in your language, it'll be middle schooler. So okay. she came up to me and she said she lost her dad just like me um, and then she said uh, everything was hard for her and she was into doing drugs and um, instant other instant stimulants so um, uh, she came up to me and she said uh, I, she, I am going to stop doing all those things um, it was so inspiring that she wanted to be like me uh, and it, it it made me so happy. It made me so. It made me feel so fulfilled. Like, um, I'm sure yeah. you also have experienced that feeling that you can't express in words. It's 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 just mm -hmm. that moment that makes you feel like okay, you've did a good job and you're so proud of yourself. So there's moments like that, and yes, I do get feedback every day, almost every day in social media because I do interact <laughs> with a lot of people. <laughs> so. Every moment mm -hmm. that I spend with people I've talked to is special for me. Every moment, chat after class, feedback moment during the class, everything is special to me. It it sounds, Annie, when you tell your story, like mm -hmm. you almost walked into your destiny. It 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 
you, you used the word just quite a few, well, I just did this and I just, as if that was a, a natural and common thing for 15-year-old students to do. Um, and uh, <laughs> it, it's a long time since I was 15, but I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't have had the confidence, let alone the ability to, to speak to, to, certainly not peer group, because it'd be like, I would have thought, in my head, I would have been going, well, they'll just look at me and think, well, what, why are you so, how did you get the confidence? How did you know that you could just... Exactly. It'll be much easier to handle bigger crowds, like, um, you know, a bigger age group. Uh, sometimes talking to students, working with students, they just have like a lot of questions. They might question you back. They have their perspectives might be completely different than what we just say. Like, so having to like, I've had positive experiences till now. Not even one negative experience. So I'm very proud of for the, what I've done and what That's I'm true. doing. Yeah, you should be. And the other, th the other yeah. thing that's true with a marquee, well, yeah, definitely. The, the, uh, the other, so in, in my head, I'm glad James went first because I realized that the questions that I have are kind of in two categories. One is about you and how you became, you know, the confidence that you have and the, the wisdom that, that you, you clearly have, where, how, what you attribute that to, how you understand that. But the other, the other uh, uh, sort of bucket that the questions are in is, because James and I talk about this, as you've heard on, mm -hmm. on other podcasts, about, it's about the marketing. How did you get known? How did you get the funding to give talks and travel around? I mean, you, at, at 15, I presume you can't drive a car even in India, right? I don't know how old you have to be. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I used to be 18. Yeah. So how, did you, mm -hmm. how have you made all this happen at a practical level? Um, okay, well, I'll answer the first one, which was about my confidence and my wisdom, mm -hmm. um, and then I'll get to your second question. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so about confidence, it's something that I've always had inside of me. Uh, you know, when I was in middle school, my teachers did encourage me to, you know, uh, speak up because they found this quality inside me that I can talk, I can do speeches, I can be a public speaker, and uh, this they, they they just uh, knew that I will be very confident and I'm a very outgoing person so um, I I don't know what made them select me but that's how how it all started and I kept on doing public speaking I, I went for public speaking competitions and I just enjoyed being on stage I just enjoyed all the gazes I just enjoyed it makes me feel happy you know just like <laughs> how you get to know something and then when you you know repeatedly do that you just feel fulfilled just like how you drink coffee or just like how you enjoy your favorite meal you just enjoy it it just gives you some kind of joy kind of pleasure so that's what I felt when I was on stage and it it kept me going and for all these wisdom I still have no idea where all this is coming from I love to write so I think um, my brain just got switched with an alien because there's plenty of wisdom and words in my head, which sure. even I have no idea where it came from. But I do read a lot, and for <laughs> and for marketing, um, well, I can say my greatest strength and my greatest support was my mother. 
my mom so she was always there with me while uh, you know as a 15 year old the the like talking to uh, i always loved to be friends with people older than me so uh handling all those kind of professional talks and official talks she did it all for me um because i still had my schooling my high school so i'll be like half the time in school going around doing talks um and yes i did make a good use of social media and my mom once said told my mom once told me uh the world is right on your like right there in front of you like you just have to like uh, go on you you observe you learn and then you just you, you use what you have uh you know so um when she said that uh, you know i was a little hesitant because social media as i was i, I was not introduced to that world um and the, there was like plenty of people strangers and um she said it's there you can use it it's right in front of you it, if you have a mission if you have a goal you can say to the world and then when i started writing i posted on blogs people started reading it people started you know replying commenting and i felt happy all those comments motivated me to post again write again mm-hmm. so yeah i can, i won't say it's luck i did um, spend a lot of time writing uh, understanding talking to people sometimes just a simple conversation can be very insightful so i talked to a lot of people and when uh, i posted my blogs i posted this video and youtube and everything uh, the local media started to cover uh, in the newspaper so yes the use of um, newspapers and the, the support I, i got from the newspapers uh, was huge so they when the school so when the ma- school management get to um, know about me they contacted the uh, newspapers they g- gave out my number and then they started to contact me and um, so i was just available for like giving talks as a guest speaker because i was just a 15 year old girl um they just thought it would be inspiring for other students and then that's how i started off like just like very randomly uh, i got called i went it was just a guest uh, just a talk like for like one hour and then uh the word spread out like i was able to let people know that i'm here i'm doing this through social media and through uh you know i i got i i can't say i went out searching for it it just came to me maybe because oh. i was a 15 year old girl and everybody was surprised to see someone so young coming up and talk giving talks so you know people do love it do love when there is uh, something very interesting going on uh, in the society they're all ears um, so i got all the attention and that's how i started off and then i got uh, till now all the trainings i've done all the talks i've done it's only because uh, they contacted me first i i haven't i was planning to start my own independent talks from this year but still pandemic hit india right. so badly right now so yeah sure. so i dropped that plan of you know approaching first uh, still people are like messaging me upon my social medias on linkedin um, asking about giving talks so 
for like three years, uh, what I did was I completely gave all the talks for free. Just like being there, going. Um, my mom took all the expenses of the traveling. And okay. um, so, yeah, you know, I'm still a kid who is very into if I'm determined, I'm like, I want to do that. I want to go. I want to do that. And she was always supportive. It's, um, right. Yeah, that, that, that's my, you know, lucky charm. <laughs> uh, she's my lucky <laughs> charm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that is how I started. And, I, like, um, and then I started to charge for my talks because one, uh, when I was reading a book, um, no, not book, I think in social media, I saw the quote um it said uh, do what you're good at uh, don't do chess uh, i forgot what it was it's something like uh, <laughs> don't do what you're good at for free it's something yeah. like that yeah, yeah you've heard uh -huh. it right don't do something that you uh, take, yeah. do don't do something that you're good at for free so when i when i read that right. it it just wow it's not my mind i'm like hoping wow maybe i should not do it for free anymore mm. Um, I, I I do have a future. I can just go around uh, talking freely. Um, and yes, once we start to give give out talks freely, people will be uh, people will just want to sit there and just um, they they'll just approach us uh, for that purpose only. Yeah, and, that's okay. Um, yeah. So I started charging a very very little amount, and then. Um, if they can't, if it's for a good cause, if it's for charity, I won't charge them. I'll just ask them to take my uh, my traveling expenses. If they if they cover my traveling expenses, I can just come, you know, travel um, to different places and give talks. Um, and that is how I started off. It's been like five years since I started giving talks, um, and. And then it just it just grew like uh, I might um, yeah I might have no I no I haven't approached anyone I, I'm just thinking about it and I'm like okay no I haven't approached anyone I, I still now I've got calls I've got invitations maybe because I'm I'm, I'm attracting maybe because of law law of attraction probably <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah hmm. so that is that that was my like marketing plan. Interesting. James, you well, I yes, I was going to say um, just from listening, a fascinating story. I can I, I can give my analysis if that's all right. Just what I'm picking up or what I see uh, is what I mm -hmm. think may be one of the key elements to your success, which is. Again, I, I always try to avoid it, but sometimes can't help it. It's going to sound very cliche in the end, um, but we're going to try to make it, it practical that people can use mm -hmm. it. Yeah, so I work with, uh, again, Trevor and I, we work with and speak to lots of different people. When you ask this one simple question, like, how did you get into this business to begin with? Um, we always hear because it's profitable. I wanted to make money. They're, they're so they're like, yeah. do you actually like ah. what it is you're doing? Like we talk with some of these, like I said, some of the people in the online world. The online world is a whole different monster of thousand exactly. and one different if gimmicks. You, if you, one thing I've learned: if you chase money, it's like chasing a shadow. Right? The more, more and more you're only thinking about. Of course, we all are money motivated. We are all. Um, 
you know prof uh, money motive mind we all have that mind we ultimately want want to make money but chasing just money will just be like chasing a shadow so um that's what i learned so yeah so i i think the the one thing that i i'm hoping other people can hear just from listening to your story just the short time i've heard is the passion behind what it is that you're doing that you actually enjoy like you love what it is that you're doing first you had a mission um and a belief in something that you wanted to do and then let everything else build around that where i think most people in business do the opposite they go let me find what's what i think is the most profitable and figure out a way to how to like it like you you know you see people's websites or business and you go do you actually like this business do you enjoy what you do and you go I'm not not really <laughs> it's just something yeah. that I do because it makes money not because I actually care any bit about what it is the business is at all and that's what I think makes people not give it their all and full passion and event and in an interest and attention is because they really don't have the love for it um as they would and uh, you know well, I mean I mean since we're using that word and going cliche I'll just throw in another one so like anyone can <laughs> think about a a moment they were in love with someone like has anyone ever been in love here on this call ever <laughs> so, yeah. probably mm. <laughs> probably Trevor Trevor he's been in love plenty of time <laughs> yeah what a few yeah I do love my wife I do yeah But, um, yeah. Yeah. So when you're especially in the beginning, so we're talking about new love. When you're when you're in the beginning yeah. and it's new love, it becomes an obsession. Every moment you're thinking, what can I do to show this person? How can I impress them? How can I spend more time with them? What can I what grand gestures can I show? What what else can I do to make them want to spend more time with me and how can I show them how much they mean? Like you're you're constantly thinking ways to spend more time ways to show them how can i make this better because you're it becomes an obsession when you love and you have passion about something and to me that's what it sound like at an early age you be had a, a love affair or passion for what it was you're doing that it becomes you know this is what i'm going to do it wasn't even a question it was just more how can i keep doing this better how can i grow this because i'm loving what it is that i'm doing and i think that may not be the only key to your success but i think it's a very important one that i'm picking up just listening to you tell how excited you are you can you know, like the energy just comes out when listening yeah, to amazing. you talk about what you do um the energy is uh, any i'm sure people have said this kind of thing to you before but uh obviously we've never yes. met you before and the energy yes. is amazing it's the I can't say like I've heard this plenty of times like whenever I talk to someone I get the same same uh, feedback so I'm happy it makes me motivated it makes me feel happy it makes me elevated it makes me euphoric so well and it, I don't and know it goes around <laughs> it goes around because then you make when you give your talks even now I uh, you know I I can't speak for James but you make us elevated and happy as well it's a, it's a real joy yeah. speaking with you so um mm-hmm. what if you had to any if you had to uh, 
sort of encapsulate your message in, into a, a couple of sentences. What is your message? What is it that you want when you give your talks? What is it that you want to put across? Um, you know, I talk about a lot of things. So mainly when I talk uh, about an individual, I try to tell them about something very realistic something that we keep a blind eye to because we just don't want to see the truth just because we care about it or just because we feel too lazy about thinking about it. So, um, you know, uh, sometimes people um, think, uh, people mistake sadness with depression right now and uh, getting into business or getting into success, getting into goal, getting into a good college, getting into a good career or whatever it is that uh, you want to get into, sometimes it's not just the money factor, it's not just the opportunity factor, sometimes it's an internal clash with ourselves that's keeping us from taking a step forward. Mm -hmm. So at that moment I'd love to tell people that sometimes uh, being sad uh, sad is okay. Being, uh, you know, crying is okay. Uh, sometimes we have to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, James tries to hold his breath. Uh, he's actually underwater, you know. He's, uh, um, wow. Yeah, that's no, impressive, isn't it? Um, okay, so <laughs> for the for the benefit of any any rough editing that I do, we actually lost Annie from the call there. But we've thankfully she, we, she came back. Um, I'm so, back. Hey, how nice to have you back. So um, I've actually um, forgotten the question you were answering when you disappeared. Um, you forgot. I remember the last word. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a terrible. <laughs> the last words I heard before you. You cut were out. asking. You asked. You were. You were. You were in the middle of talking about the difference between sad and depressed and he said some people oh, yes. get sad and sad okay and then yes, it cut out yes. for me i was and talking about people individuals you asked me to give a small uh talk to the people listening this um something that i usually give on my talks so yes what's the message about, that you want to get yeah. across that's what i have yeah. to yes exactly yeah that's the thing yeah so um the internal struggle that was that was what i was talking about yes um the internal mm -hmm. struggle that we all face. Uh, of course, um, we can solve uh, the problems that we have with money or opportunities. It's all around us. We just have to look for them in the right di uh, direction. Um, but the internal struggles that we all have, sometimes we are ignorant about that. But unconsciously, we are, ha we are having a big battle with all the troubles, all the um, pride issues, the ego or um, the low self-confidence issues or the worries, the anxiety, all these issues uh, that we feel internally affect us a lot in perceiving the reality that we want. So what I focus to tell the listeners or the uh, individuals that I uh, see during my talk is that you might feel sad, you might feel uh, lonely, but that doesn't mean you're depressed. It, it just, it's the most common mistake that we all make. Depression is a very serious mental condition. Uh, sometimes we mistake the symptoms of sadness to symptoms of depression. So we just have to 
we we just have to know that the situation that we are in a situation of being sad the situation of being lonely it will pass it's not constant nothing in our life is constant so sometimes being sad with um, the right people and sometimes being sad over things that have have happened is all right as long as you do not regret doing it you do not regret over things that have happened uh, and Yes, it is important to surround ourselves with the best people possible who can elevate us, energize us, support us than the people who can demotivate us and just, you know, uh, low our, uh, just, uh, just demotivate us. So it's important to know that uh, you, it's okay to be sad and it's important to know that you have to be around people who can motivate you rather than to push you down. So it is it is sometimes uh, if the person and the situation uh, feels wrong or if it doesn't fit your energy you, sh you should let it go holding on to people yeah. who don't want to stay will only result in them taking you for granted to the listeners it's okay to let go it's like it's okay to be alone for a while it's okay to be alone it's okay to go wild it's okay to be outgoing it's okay to cry as long as you have yourself figured out it's okay to feel however you want to feel like it's completely okay as long as you have control over yourself and you believe and you're confident and you have figured out yourself uh, you have a good knowledge about what you are and what you want to be who you, who you want to meet who you want to talk to who your friends are what kind of job do you want to commit your life to? So stay committed to yourself before giving in to someone else. It is important to know that you know that the connections that you have, the friendships that you have, it's not about who you spend the most and the best time, uh, the most time with, but uh, but it's about whom you have the whom you have had the best time with, and you're the source of the energy. And you are the source of your reality. So it is important to know that your decision is what matters the most than that of someone else. So it's all right to be sad. It's all right to miss opportunities. You can always try again. There's always a second chance. But if you are going to sit back and regret on what you couldn't have, what you could have, like thinking about the past, you, you don't have a time traveler traveling machine in your home so we can't do anything about what have happened but we definitely can do something about that can that is going to happen so all I can say is all I can say is be with the right people and the timing it's it's completely okay you might fail today you might fail tomorrow but there is always hope as long as you don't give up as long as you just keep going as long as you're focused as long as you have figured out what you want and as long as you have your control over yourself so that is what I want to say to the <laughs> listeners yes is wow. that okay yes, yes. Hmm? Okay, I got, I've got two more follow-up questions. It's going to just add to that because you you spoke <laughs> on something, and I'm going to, I'm going to keep on uh, right. trying to uh, two done and a million to, really... to go. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> it, it keeps uh, related. Uh, trying to get back to um, what do you call it? Relate this to 
possible some of our listeners in the in the marketing field says you know we keep talking this is a mostly kind of sort of sometimes marketing podcast as well but um there's two things you said were keys there and there's a marketing phrase that we kind of it's kind of a joke but not really as far as teachers uh, that's called you know you teach tell them what to do but not the how <laughs> so there was yeah, two exactly you major- you teach a man yeah, it's it is it, 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 is that a joke? I don't think it it's a joke. Like I've uh, read stories about <laughs> it. You know, teaching a person to uh, how to fish, then just fishing and giving and feeding it to them. You know, that's right. how I've right. heard. So, yes, yeah. Okay. So there was two two things you you spoke about that were something that someone should do. But I want to dig a little deeper and ask you how exactly do they do it? So two is Again, common ones that I hear from people I work with. One is the regret. You said as long as you don't regret stuff, and that's that's the first part of the question is how do people forget the regret of something that's a pain, something that they did wrong, that they beat themselves up for over and over and over, or some past trauma or something, you know, either losing a bunch of money or losing a loved one or, you know, messing up a relationship, messing up a job, something. People will beat themselves up over whatever the failure they consider a failure and just keep reliving it over and over and over with their regret. So that's the first part. How do you deal with regret? The second one you mentioned Mm -hmm. was as long as you said, as long as you know who you are and have yourself figured out about what you want to do and what you want to be, uh, I think that's the major part that's missing. Whether you tell someone who doesn't have themselves figured out, don't know what they want, who they want to be, what their mission is, what their goal is, and they're just kind of lost and don't really know what direction to go. So that you said that's the key, but what if they don't know that? How do they figure that okay. out? So there you go. So the, two questions. In okay. any order, you can answer. <laughs> it's a very, very good question. Um, uh, okay, so... Uh, for the first one, you asked me about um, about the uh, regret part, right? Um, mm-hmm. Losing a loved one, uh, losing money, losing the, the job that you always wanted to have, losing the opportunities that you thought you'd get. So uh, uh, losing a loved one and losing a job is completely different. So uh, dealing with all these troubles, dealing with all these issues that we have in life, is like crossing a sea with huge tides, like completely impossible. We might drown, we might, it might be an end there. Some people just find a way to cross the sea, even though, uh, even despite all the difficulties. So, uh, by if someone feels demotivated just because they lost someone they loved the most, they respected the most, they looked up, looked up on, like, um, so we are all we can do for that person is to help them see the light. Uh, you know, of course, we can't always cry over someone who has passed. Uh, so losing a loved one, we have to respect. Uh, of course, we have to know. Uh, I myself have, have uh, the same experience because I lost my dad when I was four years old. So okay. if I just sat there crying my eyes out just because I lost my dad, I would I would just have been a normal teenager who have who is depressed who can't even look at others who can't even face the light. So the decision that I made was to 
live up to the name of my dad live up to speaking uh things living up to things that he could not do because he died at an early age so sometimes we have to respect the person who have passed if they have any dreams if they have any goals they have we we might be the ones who are living so if the person is very close it's like if if it's uh your mom if it's a dad if it's a sister if it's a brother if it's someone very close if it's your loved one um we have to uh realize that we can't undo what have happened but we can live up to their name live up to what their dreams were goals for you know the richest place in this world is a graveyard because their life unfinished goals unfinished dreams or books that have never been published uh, inventions that were never outside uh, never uh, the inventions that inventions that was never opened or never published to the world so uh, we are still living so we have a chance here we have just have to make them realize about that and about losing money uh it's not the end it's not like uh it's not the end it's not the end of the story it's not the, it's not like a book we can do things differently so for people who regret for people who think that it's over uh and the issue is when you give up and sit there thinking that it's game over but some people even though it takes one year two year they will try to get back up get back up and do still just give a try one more time uh and there are people who give up and move on to another goal other than changing the plan uh there are people who try different things just because they are not good enough at the things they're doing right now they feel like that so uh sometimes life itself is a battle for a lot of people uh to that people to people who are struggling in their life to people who are fighting their own battles fighting their own demons all i have to say is we might not know what the result is or the end result is for whatever things we do uh let it be making a good dish let it be making uh let it be applying for a job we might get we might not get uh the food that we're making it might turn good it might turn bad we are unsure about the future but we should be sure about the goal the goal is applying okay fine if you don't get a good job as an engineer in one company of course the goal is not to change uh, being an engineer to becoming an author but to change that plan the goal is making a making a good burger but then you're not changing you, if you just decide not to cook the burger will not just fall from the sky so you change the plan if 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 a burger that you've made is completely disastrous completely just give you stomach ache you just change the recipe you don't change uh, the 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 meal plan you just change the recipe and make a delicious burger you keep trying you keep trying regrets do happen i can't say you can't regret okay from this moment you are not supposed to regret on anything that that'll be just like uh, me becoming a messiah or something i'm like okay you cannot regret from this point on from your inner life so <laughs> that is just absolutely yeah. so uh, of course we will regret on things it's completely natural for us to regret uh, right at that moment when we like and like if i i'm watching a movie and then i accidentally uh just closed 
the entire tab that I was watching online. And then at that moment, the only thing that I'd have is, oh, God, I, sh- I-, I shouldn't have done that. That is a kind of regret. Mm. And then uh, saying something, texting. Of course, um, James, you, you don't like uh, going out and uh, interacting with people. But if you do, you might have this thing inside of you. you know, so oh, my well God, already. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, right. So all these things, it, it, it does happen. It's very common. It's very natural, uh, humanistic instinct to regret on things that have happened. But regretting and then giving up and just sitting there doing nothing about what have happened, that is where things go wrong. You know, you're running to reach your goal. You have a destination, but then in between, what happens is uh, business environmental changes, you know, situations change, opportunities change, inventions are getting bigger and bigger and wider, there's AI now, robotics and everything, so your plan just got stuck between all these new technologies and all these new inventions, all these new things that is happening and then you just, wow, a halt over there and then you were like running very fast and then you slipped and you fell down and then you're just gazing upon all these new inventions, all these new things that is happening around and while sitting there like just like getting like um, uh, being surprised at everything that is going on uh, without getting back up, uh, regretting that choosing, regretting that that regret on choosing that path instead of going an easy way, choosing an easy way, choosing a hard way, uh, you know. So uh, at that point, if you just sit there and look at all the new things that is happening and then just be like, okay, so the path is just getting tough, tougher and tougher. Uh, so I just change the path to a new goal. So that is how people fail most of the time, like people give up easily just because the path they have chosen is tough, just because their plans they have chosen is tough, so um, they regret instantly, give up, they sit there without getting back up, so that is how mostly all the people, um, how can I put it, Uh, mostly how people give up uh, having regrets, Mm -hmm. having uh, no uh, not uh, having no specific plan uh, other than just plan A and plan B. There's no other plans. Uh, and of course, as business coach uh, coaches, you both are well aware of this more than myself. So, um, <laughs> uh, so that's about the regret regret part. Uh, you know, you just decide to make a burger, and then uh, you are completely unaware of the uh, new recipe that's going on around uh, the society. You just know the traditional way of making a burger, but then you made it. You made a mistake. Uh, it it turned out very badly, and then you just be like, okay, no, I'm not gonna eat a burger tonight. And I'll just order in, and that's where things go upside down. So you just shift from yeah. your goal to looking for an easy way, easier way to just get money. Just like how we talked at at the very first, like people are just just like I just want to make money. No matter if I like doing it, if I don't like doing it, I'll just choose the easy easy path just to get there. So that's uh that's about the whole regret thing. And what was mm-hmm. your second question again? The second question was how how do you figure yourself out? <laughs> Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Um, well, figuring out for um, 
everybody it's different because we all have different perspectives about a lot of things. Uh, I might look at an apple and I might uh, think about something else when I look at an apple and when James look at an apple he might get a different view and when uh, Trevor look at an apple he might get uh, a different memory or a different uh, idea in, inside his mind. We, all of our brains are different, we all are different, we all have different perspectives about all the things. So. As coaches, I'm sure we all have come across people who completely might disagree with us, might not disagree with us, might have their own opinions about things that we say. So uh, since we all have different perspectives about a lot of things, um, it's, uh, I'll just uh, say the most uh, common things about um, common, uh, wait, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> wait, can you repeat the question again? <laughs> you were saying about. <laughs> I just so I, doubt. I got it. Maybe because it's middle of the night and I, I am slightly sleepy too. <laughs> yes, we, we we need to be respectful. Yeah, uh, yeah that happens to me do, when I. Please do forgive me. But, um, and I'm just keeping, yeah, yeah, I just kept on talking about something very passionate, so I just went on, you know, completely drifted <laughs> off from the topic. <laughs> um, what, what's that like, going on a, on a long rant on a podcast? I've never done that in my life. Sure. So He's uh, lying. He's lying, honey. <laughs> okay. Um, you were talking about finding your uh, your own passion how how does one figure it out and you were saying how but everybody is different and they have different paths and different ways to figure out what it yes, is so you they are, are about to me. <laughs> okay perfect uh, yeah so, <laughs> yes so uh, <laughs> yeah so since we all have different perspectives uh, choosing um, uh, the right path will be different for all of us uh, of course there will be like a Maybe forty percent of the uh, of uh, we talking. Let's talk about a group. We, me, okay, me, you, and um, Trevor. We all are in a in a in a hall talking to a bunch of students, and almost forty percent of them love to be a doctor. Uh, and mm -hmm. of course, they all have different perspectives, but they all want to be a doctor. But uh, the issues they all might be facing will be different. So as a speaker, as a coach, as a 20-year-old who has experienced just few things in her life, I will just tell them mm -hmm. that, um, I, I, okay, I'll tell them it's not about getting into the end position. Of course, uh, getting the um, best uh, employee of the month award People might see, just look at it, look at you, and be like, "Okay, you were successful. That you were lucky. You are claps. It's it's perfect. You just become an employee of the month, and then becoming a, uh, the teacher of the month. People will not look at your efforts, but at the end, people will look at you and be like, "Okay, you are all successful." Um, but it's not about getting that end award, the employee of the month award but about the mm -hmm. struggle that you've passed in between, all the fights, all the scratches, all the things, all the circumstances, all the, uh, all the um, you know, all the 
a fight uh, that you've had with yourself uh, to reach that position is important while talking about success. So for every people who doesn't know what to choose, for every person who doesn't know what their goal is or what, or what their entire purpose, life purpose is, all I can tell them is that it's all right to not know your talent. It's all right to not know uh, what you want to be, but you have time. You have time to figure it out. You can't just sit back and say, "No, I don't have any talent. I don't know what my thing, what my uh, my, my area of expertise is." You just have to wait. You just have to. Uh, okay. If it's a, if we're talking about an 18-year-old who is still getting into a good career position, we can tell him or her uh, as a coach or as a guardian, as a friend, uh, we can get to know about his or her likes and dislikes or what area they love. Of course, everybody in this world have one one specific target area in their life that they love about. Maybe maybe art, maybe music, maybe culture, maybe uh, becoming a doctor, becoming an engineer, whatever it is. Everybody have uh, have a, a goal. Maybe a very rogue goal. Maybe not a very clear goal, but they all have it. Even though they they say, "I'm I'm just a nobody. I just don't have any talent. I just don't know where where to look. I don't know what direction I should take." Um, right now, times have changed. Everything is available online. Everything is available right in front of you. So, for people who say they don't have anything at all within them or in front of them, all we can say is all we can analyze. From uh, I as as uh, a speaker, I can analyze from my perspective is that they don't want to take that one step uh, forward. They just, just they just want to enjoy the present moment. Uh, so I'm sure you'll agree too because if a person uh, is coming up to you who's in his mid twenties and then uh, is coming up to you and talking all like I, I don't have a goal I, I just don't have any talents I don't know where to look I don't know which direction I should go is it because they don't know is it because they're not aware of or is it because they don't want to take that first step is it because they're not they're not motivated enough to take that first step or is it because they already know that even if they take the first step they are not going to make it till the end so there's like plenty of questions that will come to my mind and anybody's mind while talking about things like that, not knowing the entire direction to go. But if you have a goal, if you have a, a destination, a, a place that you have to get down at when you start this journey, if you have that end goal, it will be easy for us to just direct them, just to help them. Okay, all you have to do, if, okay, if I, I want to travel to the U.S., I, I can't just get on a boat or just paraglide over there. I'll just... Uh, the, there will be people helping me out just to reach that goal. To reach, mm -hmm. if I don't have a destination, it'll be impossible to just um, show a, a show like direction. Just you know, uh, Jinx, just tell me if you don't have a destination, is it possible to uh, show direction if you don't have a destination? <laughs> no, it'll it's be just, like it'll be just remind me. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, what was that? Oh uh, no, I was just gonna say. It reminds me of the um, 
the Alice in Wonderland quote, but I, I know I'll butcher it because of the accent. So if, if anybody knows it or knows it, I'm not going to attempt it. But we could, if, if which, you, which one? Go and try it. Try attempting it. It'll be fun. The, well, the part where I don't remember exactly where it is, but Alice asked the whoever she asked, which way should I go? Um, yeah. and, and he says something like, well, that, that depends a good deal on where you're trying to go. And she exactly. says anywhere, but here. And he says, well, then it doesn't matter which way you go. Yeah. The Cheshire <laughs> destination is just anywhere. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, um, Annie, I am very aware of, of, of the time, and um, and I'm sorry to, um, and, and very grateful to oh, you for it's saying completely that. fine. I'm, I'm enjoying it. All <laughs> yeah, right. I can tell that you're, you're kind of buzzing. You won't sleep now anyway. I, I wanted to ask you um, uh, briefly, if, if, if I may, sort of like where, I mean, you, mm -hmm. you are so young, and you, you, I just saw on your listening uh, profile your you were awarded the world's youngest anti-drugs activist award or something. Where do you oh see... You must have been like 16 or 17 or something. Where, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to go? I don't mean geographically. I, know, you know, I don't mean like to America or something. But where do you want to go with your, <laughs> with your work and your message in the next you know, five years? Uh, kind of thing. Do, yeah. do you have any dreams or ambitions about that? Of course, I do have a dream. Without a dream, will I be starting this journey? Well, that's what um, you were just telling Jane. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what is next? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, talking about anti-drug, I just want to make something clear. My main vision was to help uh, youngsters below age of 20 uh, to get rid of all these instant stimulants, you know, creating a different mindset and attitude inside them. Uh, we can't just force them to stop it, but creating a mindset within themselves to change, to say no mm. to all these things because yeah. of the brain development happening between, you know, age 16 to 20. So I was focused on uh, focusing on uh, youngsters, uh, you know, just using, uh, let, letting their brain to reach the full capacity because we are the future. So we just don't want to get that messed up. Yeah. Um, so, Great. yeah, I was just focusing on the uh, teenagers. Um, yeah, that was the entire thing. I was, I was a social activist. Um, um, so, yeah, that, that, that was the award thing, the whole award thing. And seeing, uh, looking at my future, I have, Plenty of goals. If I, um, okay, I, I write my, I, I've, okay, I'll, I'll uh, say it very, in a very easy way. Okay, I have career goals, I have social goals, I have health goals, I have wealth goals, and I have a life goal. So it's like I've planned it all like that. Uh, even though I have, if my plan, you know, doesn't work, I have a backup plan. I have plan B. And if plan B doesn't work, of course, we do have other uh, letters in the alphabet. Uh, so <laughs> um, yeah, so a long alphabet to go, we yeah. do have, yeah, we have 26, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so in like five years, I'll be finishing my 
I I am focusing on finishing my my uh, not doctoral but you know my master's study in uh, psychology um, mm-hmm. and um, as my life goal it is completely all about making others happy uh, you know I I never gave myself the title motivational speaker but as a motivational entertainer I love to entertain people uh, just by making others smile just by making others laugh I become happy I'm I feel happy I feel satisfied of course as human beings our ultimate aim is to of course become happy and satisfied so uh, what makes me happy is you know uh, seeing the opposite person uh, laughing or smiling at what I've said or what I've did so becoming a motivation motivational uh, charm for others do you, do you see yourself reaching like more people like I mean do you see yourself like mm, the next Oprah yes. or Tony Robbins or do you have <laughs> <laughs> who or you know that's like that's a very long way to go but um I hope I might not I might and uh, it's not that um I don't want to uh, of course being here, just uh, doing my talks in South India, um, it's it's actually my first time uh, coming on live on a in a um, US UK podcast or like maybe show or I've, of course I've been in newspapers but this is the first time being on a on air and I'm like, like really happy because this might be my first stepping stone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so in maybe future I would love to help people be motivated, be like, uh, I have this one plan, but I can't say it out here on the podcast, because <laughs> uh, it's a secret, uh, okay. and uh, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, ultimately, of course, as um, uh, an individual who want to be, become happy and satisfied in her life, of course, I am living that life as a life purpose, I want to make more people happy, I want to help bring change in this world in the world of worries and sadness and loneliness it's not be, I just want to be uh, light a very bright mm. shining light I, I think you are that I think you are that in every sense of thank that you, word thank you thank I you think, I think very 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 different goals than raised over here so you guys are you guys are different you guys are backwards over there so her goal she said what about was you? to be What about you? Yeah. What about you, James and Trevor? What about your goals? <laughs> no, in in California you said so your goals you said were to be happy and satisfied. As a life goal destination is always to be happy and satisfied. And you ask the average American, their goal is to be rich and successful. <laughs> that's yeah. they, that's what they normally you know. It's rich and successful. What happens not happy when you're rich and, and successful? What happens when they, you're rich and successful? That's the thing. They believe that'll make them happy. That's that's exactly. what they say. They're going at it. They think being rich is what's going to make them happy and satisfied, and really, that's that's not it. Go for the happy and satisfied first, and you are considered a success exactly. in my book, and everything else will follow. But it just you know people don't usually see it that way. They're in their troubles. Like you said, in their troubles and their regrets and their hurt and pain and dealing with 
current issues and struggles and all they can think about is if I had more money, I'll be more happy and more successful when it should be, you know, take a note from Annie, go at it the reverse way, go for the happiness and successful and be, I mean, and satisfied and be a light to other people mm. and you'll find more fulfillment than money could probably ever bring. I know it's kind of very anti marketing podcast but that is an important goal that is very very important <laughs> no, i think it's i, I think you've you i think you've lit a pathway here today i and i do hope lots of people uh listen to listen to what you have to say and, and hopefully listen to this podcast because um i think being a light and well you said being light but i i, I think that in every sense of the word you you are light. You, you, you touch lightly on people's lives and make a difference. And I think you shine a light. I think you shine a light for a, a, a way forward for, for people. And James is right. that um, uh, we, I mean, I, and you asked both of us what our own goals are. Um, and uh, I, I think I'd have to say for me at the moment, um, I, I feel very blessed uh, and fortunate, I guess, that I, I certainly have things that I want to achieve and things I want to do. And I'm quite a bit older than you. I'm more than 20 years old. It may come as a shock, um, but I, I am. Um, uh, so Wait, I should, make a, I, should make, I should give a response to that. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> Thank you, Annie. It was, it was, it was, I think it was too little too late, to be honest. But, you know, I appreciate the effort. Um, we'll just put it down to you being tired, right? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, okay. Well, to the listeners of this podcast, I'm sure this podcast is going to end very fast. Uh, I mean, it, it's already been like 1 o'clock a.m. over here. Uh, well, um, the, to the listeners of this podcast, I just want to say that uh, how you react to the circumstances that you, uh, that you have, that you face in your life is very important. The way you react to the situation defines who we are, who you are. So you should work on building your character. You should, build on, you should uh, work on building yourself uh, before going out, uh, capturing your dreams. Um, don't wait for people to pick you up when you fall. Just do it yourself. Try to convert your weaknesses to your strengths and just focus on your... Uh, focus on your working abilities and personalities um, and then be open-minded, serve others, help others and always remember to prioritize yourself because you are an amazing, unique human being. Thank you. Annie, don't go just, just for a second. So if people do want to get hold of you, how how would they do that if they wanted to to find out more about your work or um, or contact you for talk or whatever? How, how do they get hold of you? How do they find you? Um, well, uh, the easiest way is LinkedIn. If you can possibly give my ID or my name uh, on this podcast with the correct um, without uh, any spelling mistakes, I'm sure when they can find that? me in. What do you find me in right Instagram? Now? You could do that. Uh, yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn and Instagram. Uh, it's A N I E Annie A N I E Annie oh. Ribu Joshi. Annie Ribu Joshi is A N I E R I B U J O S H Y. 
So you can. Annie, Annie, uh, reboot I can't, yourself. I Three words, yeah, right? Annie, A-N-I-E, Ribu, R-I-B-U, Joshi, J-O-S-H-Y. At gmail.com is the, my, my mail ID. So just if you want, if you just, you know, look, look me up on Instagram or just contact Trevor or James, of course, will give me give my contacts. If you have any doubts, if you want to talk, chat, um, invite me to any talks. Of course, I'm available 24-7. I'll wait for your call. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you are. I don't think you ever sleep anyway. <laughs> Annie, uh, it's been an absolute joy having you uh, as our guest. Thank you so much. And thank you, Trevor, for actually inviting me. Thank you for talking, convincing James to ha have me on your show. Really happy, and I'll definitely <laughs> share. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It was fun. It yeah. was fun. I'm sure. I'm sure you. Uh, uh, the podcast that you're doing for you next Tuesday will be a great success. And uh, within the age, with when um, I'm uh, like around 40 years of age, I'm sure uh, youngsters will be you know searching up your podcast just to listen to you both uh, business coaches <laughs> rambling about all the success things and helping them becoming successful Ram in life. Rambling is right. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, well, thank you for coming and shining your light on our little humble podcast. This was, this was fun, enlightening, exciting, entertaining, uh, motivationally entertaining, I would say, even if I had to put a word on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, great, great. Thanks for making the time and re removing some of your own sleep for us. Yes. I'm glad, and maybe in a short amount of time, maybe we can catch up again and have you have you back, possibly. Yes, and if possibly, uh, not possibly, I'm definitely uh, influenced by both of you, so I might start a podcast on my own just to talk with you both and post it on my <laughs> social media, Instagram, uh, just so the people over here can, you know, listen yeah. to you both and be inspired. Be like you guys, follow your path, or just, you know, choose to follow your footsteps or whatever it is. I'm sure they'll find it useful, so I'll think about that too, inviting you to my invisible podcast that has yet not been uh, published, yeah. so I'll think about it. We'd be delighted. <laughs> Why Glad to be on your invisible podcast in the foreseeable future, anytime. Yes. All right, Annie. <laughs> Thank you so much. Get some sleep. We will uh, right. we'll talk again on, on uh, LinkedIn, I'm sure. Yeah, perfect. Thank you uh, to, the, all the, to all the listeners, and to James and Trevor for having me. So this is me, Annie, signing off from this podcast, and uh, hopefully you have to follow them. Uh, and keep listening to this podcast. Bye. Bye.